Welcome to another episode of Snapshots Made Yesterday podcast, a podcast for tomorrow. Today I've got a special episode. I say that every time because they're all special. They're all something new. It's something neat. It's a new week. I've got fellow Dollywood insider Phoebe on, but she's not just a Dollywood insider. She's a mother and a blogger and definitely a foodie. And man, are her food pictures incredible. So we're going to jump over to that here. I hope you're having a good week, and I hope that you enjoy this episode. And I've got my guest with me today. It's Phoebe. Hello, Phoebe. Hello, Justin. How are you? I'm doing well. Uh, before I hit the record button, of course, we had to do our our um, formal hello and then hit the record button and do the pretend hello, right? That's how, that's, <laughs> yes. That's how that's how all of this goes. I'm I guess I'm just kind of making it up, obviously. Um, <laughs> anyway, so uh, I, for those of you that don't know. Uh, Phoebe is a fellow Dollywood insider with me, and uh, there's 15 of us on the panel, and we usually would be getting to hang out with each other in the parks, and that's not happening right now. No, it's so, not. Um, and then I've just been enjoying getting to know other people, not just Dollywood insiders, but people that I've met on the good old interwebs um, through the podcast, and it's been pretty cool. So I reached out, and Phoebe agreed to come on, and we're just going to kind of chat about something. There, she's had a slight change in her life. Not nothing major. Just nothing a, major. Just a baby. You know, just nothing. Just a baby. That uh, she didn't carry a baby for nine months or anything like that. So, no. uh, just you know, those small occurrences. Um, <laughs> but at, and my my son will be turning three in the coming Aww. days as this is being recorded. Um, but now, how old is, is she now? It's actually a very fortuitous day. She is six months old oh, today. That's, that's right. Because <laughs> I, I just saw, I, but I couldn't remember. I, now, this is, she's not allowed to be any older than three months right now because that's the number I have in my head is just three. So no. <laughs> uh, just, just so you know, she can't grow up. Okay. <laughs> okay, I will. Um, I will let her know. Um, I'll try and squeeze it in between playtime and nap time. Yes. but she's not allowed to grow up. No, no, no growing up. No growing up. Um, and I'm sure everybody is aware that Phoebe is from the uh, way east mountains of Kentucky. Yes. And... Very rural part. We live on top of a hill and everyone talks like this. And when people say, where are you from? I'm like, Kentucky. <laughs> exactly. Uh, <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, it's all in fun. Um, but so, and I had talked to Phoebe before we came on and because she asked what, what it was that I would be interested in talking about. So I said, obviously, parenting. Because mm -hmm. parenting is different for everybody. Everybody has mm -hmm. a different way of parenting. And in in part of that is creating new traditions because mm -hmm. you bring things on. And I thought that would be neat to ask you, like, how that journey is going because she's six months old and everything that's going on in the world, I mean, it's just crazy. So. Oh, yeah. With you talk about new traditions, the, mm -hmm. you know traditions you were having a couple of months ago with her, and now having new traditions. Yeah, I feel like that traditions that we had planned to start making and kind of regular trips, not necessarily to Dollywood, but certainly as a family, that has kind of been put on pause and put put on the shelf. And one of the sad things about this whole situation is not knowing when we can pick up again and start planning. You know, when can we plan to do one of our yearly trips back across the pond? When can we plan a trip to Dollywood? When can we maybe go up to Columbus for the day and go to the zoo? There's a lot of whens and what ifs right now um which which is a very sad way to be starting her life i think <laughs> but i feel it, like <laughs> she was in quarantine see that's that's a, she was in quarantine for nine months and then she just got a taste of everything and now yeah. she's back in quarantine. 
20. Yeah, we, we squeezed in one trip to Dollywood and said, <laughs> you're so lucky that your mum is an insider. You get to come here all the time. And then it was whipped away from me <laughs> so quickly. Oh, oh, but all the memories you get to look back on for this, that's for sure. I know. And now, I feel like we are keeping tabs on all the things we wanted to do. So... Sadly, we did have to cancel a trip back to London uh, that we were due to go on next week. Ah. But the good thing is all these things that we've had to put a pin in and wait for, we get to do it all. Now, we might be squeezing two trips to England, trips to Dollywood, trips to Columbus, down to Newport Aquarium, up to the Air Force Museum. We might be squeezing that into a month sometime later this year, <laughs> but we're still we're still going to do it. This isn't. It's, the end. Right. And uh, what a fun month that will be. Now, your your parents still live, uh, they don't live in the States, do they? They don't. No, okay. I am I am the only one of my immediate family that lives um, overseas. Um, my brothers and sister and my parents, uh, they all still live in Britain. So I do have to ask, what brought you here? <laughs> Um, well, my husband, my husband has one story that is incredibly rude and compares me to a male order bride, but I, I'm (laughs) delighted to say that isn't the case. Um, my husband and I actually met kind of online. I think that's the the stark reality that we did meet online, but we had, um, a mutual friend in common who actually has dual citizenship, uh, between the UK and the US. Oh, wow. And so he was, he grew up with Justin. Um, And they went to school with each other for years and years. And because of his dual citizenship, he was back and forth um, to England several times. And I got to know him. We just became friends. And it got to Justin and I talking for probably the better part of two years. And we talk every day. Uh, I'm talking, you know, I'd wake up and say, hey, good morning, I'm going to work and you know, five hours later, he'd say, oh, hi, good morning. I've just woken up. <laughs> and that kind of went back and forth for, like I said, about a year and a half. And then he said, oh, are you ever going to come and visit? You know, Ohio is great. And I'll be honest, I couldn't have put a pin in Ohio on a map. I uh, certainly not Cincinnati. I wouldn't have been able to point it, point you to where it was. And yeah. once one summer I had money in the bank and I had time to spare and I got on a plane and my first experience of Ohio, of Cincinnati specifically, was um, August 2013. And it was 105 degrees for the entire time that I was here. Mm. And that should have been enough to put me off. But I <laughs> but I came back and after several trips, um, what was a friendship turned into romantic. And then after... A year or so going back and forth, we decided we had to make a decision how we were going to make this work. So as I have a more transferable skill set, I'm an event planner by day. Ah. Um, And Justin was still um, in university, still finishing his um, studies. I thought it's going to be easier for me to find a job as an event planner in Cincinnati than it is for Justin to find a job in London with a degree in American criminology. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that might not transfer that well. Yeah, there's a lot of laws and regulations that just wouldn't translate. (laughs) And um, I've been here five and a half years. Wow. Yeah. And I still have my accent, which I'm very proud of. (laughs) Hey, hang on to it. Hang on to it tight. That's for sure. Uh, Well, because it's part of a tradition. Mm-hmm. It's holding on to that to that thing. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Well, it must have been love since it was 105 <laughs> degrees and it didn't oh. scare you off. So <laughs> are you sure it was 105 degrees or you just didn't feel 105 since it was love? You know, um, no, it <laughs> was it was definitely I can tell you it was definitely we spent one day up at King's Island which is a spectacular place. I'm absolutely in love with it. And I'm, I'm one of the traditions that I'm hoping to start this year is the Winterfest that they have. Because as we found out last Christmas, when Ellie was goodness me, about six weeks old, Christmas lights are her thing. Baby girl has a thing for Christmas lights, anything twinkly, anything bright and sparkly. And I think, 
we will probably have to squeeze in a visit or five up to Winterfest this year. Um, well, and I haven't been to I haven't been to King's Island in years. I don't. Need, how long has that has their Winterfest been going on? I, you, you've caught me off guard. I don't know because <laughs> I don't it, know if it's something. You know, if it's if we never went in the fall or you know mm-hmm. closer to winter, it was always a summer trip. So yeah, I've seen it as of late. But mm-hmm. I, uh, I couldn't tell you how long it's been going on. I, I, I'd like to say it's certainly been going on, or it certainly started since I moved here. And of course, they okay. also have they also have one in the fall, which I think is called Horror Fest around the Halloween period. Um, you know where the ghosts and the ghouls yeah. come out, and um, that's meant to be spectacular. Not sure how. Well, it would be received by one year old or or me, who I have a very nervous disposition. But it's it's just one of the fantastic things that you know we have here in Cincinnati is is um, a park like that that has seasonal things, which is another thing that I love about Dollywood. You know, we, we are Dollywood insiders. We can't go on this podcast and not talk about it. I always <laughs> bring up I've everybody I've had on so far. I've asked. A question about Dollywood, and everybody has been, which is, I mean, granted, I'm only what is the this is going to be the tenth episode, so wow, uh-huh. oh, it's, <laughs> you know, I, I keep just waiting for the fan mail and all the paid ads to come in, and they're just not coming. I know it's my it's my mail carrier. I just know it is. <laughs> they're just yeah. hiding all of it from me. I just know it. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, Golly, she's going to be a year in the fall. That's just... I know. Oh, my gosh. I know. That's crazy. I know. Time time is flying. Time is flying. But I think that's a lovely time to, to be celebrating a birthday, you know, when, you know, it's more, you know, we're thinking about family in the fall. We're thinking about Thanksgiving and Christmas and time together and, you know, food becomes a lot more homey and warm and, you know, you're starting to to do things as a family unit and that's something I'm so looking forward to doing. Yeah, because, I mean, she's already hit the big, real. I mean, in, in my eyes, the big holidays. Um, but is there anything coming up that... I mean, she's still got another six months before she's mm-hmm. a year. So, what what are you all looking forward to in that in this next six months before she hits that big one? <laughs> well, I think one thing, and it's going to mean a lot more to to families everywhere. Um, you know, not just in Ohio, the Midwest, in America, but across the world. When things start to ease up and things start to get a little bit more back to normal spending time with family and of course in america we have great holidays you know like fourth of july um and that's going to be a very exciting one we're hoping that you know our our close friends that have a pool we might be having a pool party and you know ellie's already taken a few swim lessons now Ah. granted swim school is closed at the moment but she really liked it and i think that's a tradition i want to start getting into you know this great swim school um it's called goldfish swim school down in anderson just outside of cincinnati um they have this wonderful program where kids can come in as young as four months and they just get they just get used to the water they get used to the temperature and the sensation and then they can start doing lessons and they start to be braver and they run classes from four months up to 12 years. That's awesome. And, and I'm a bit of a water baby. Like put me in a pool and I am happy. I spent probably <laughs> 90% of my pregnancy on a pool float, <laughs> you know, just <laughs> lounging around. It's great, great for aches and pains. And I, I'm really hoping that, you know, as it is a swim school where parents are, you know, actively involved, right. you know, in the classes, and they do. They have family open sessions as well. That's a tradition. Now, it might just become a routine at first, but I think with traditions, they're fun routines. Yes. You know, like we exactly. Yes. We yeah. We try and go back to England twice a year. I don't consider that a routine. I consider it a tradition because it is so much fun. That's that's an excellent definition. It's a it's a routine when it's not necessarily enjoyable (laughs) (laughs) yeah but once it be a a routine is a tradition Mm -hmm. it's just the it's the good kind the one you want to keep holding on to the one you and the one you will do again and again which i think is at the heart of a tradition and we we always go um 
I'm 30, I'll be 34 in July. And mm-hmm. since I was three years old, we would always go to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, and camp at the beach every summer, every mm-hmm. single one. And this is the first summer where it's probably not going to happen, which is mm-hmm. just crazy. Now, there were some years like when I was in college and I did theater, I didn't go. So it's not, any, you know, I have missed it, but it was always that tradition. Mm-hmm. I knew exactly where my parents, where my brother was going to be. And so for the past, uh, this would have been our third year taking our son. We were looking forward because it's another year. He's he's yep. much more mobile and he he's he loves the water as well. I, he loves for me to chase him and douse him in water here at the <laughs> house. And and it, it's almost this coming week. It should be warm enough that I can start doing yep. that more. Mm-hmm. And. And it's like, oh man, we can't go. So trying to come up with some with a, a, a tradition, a replacement tradition, I guess, is kind okay. of what you know. Like, what is it we're going to be doing since we can't do our usual? What do we do? So I've been uh, talking with my dad about why don't we just bring the campers over here? Yeah, bring and the we'll beach just, to you guys. Yeah, we'll just camp out and. And do it. It's still it's still that tradition. It's just replacing it in a different, <laughs> yeah, moving it a little farther north than we're used to it <laughs> being. But because it's just you know, I mean, you always you go to England. Yep. So you always go home, and mm-hmm. of course, home is wherever you feel. Uh, home's home. It doesn't yeah. matter, and yeah. wherever you feel at home is home. So there, there's that. You all are going to go. Mm-hmm. You're going to yeah. do something. You you just kind of bring it. You have to bring it home, and yeah. and then you you touched on something too that I mean. Okay, so you had how long were you, um, on maternity leave? Um. Oh goodness me! I had uh, eight weeks. And when did that end? That was in the. That was in January. I okay. went back the second week of January. So I had Ellie on the 15th of November, and it was around about the 17th of January that I went back to work. And did you – now, do you work from home before no, now? I, <laughs> <laughs> I'd never worked from home before. So I, as an event coordinator – right now I'm in event sales, so I'm I'm kind of doing all the, the fun money side of it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, my history is in event management, you know, anything from private dinners to 150,000 people festivals. You know, I've, I've kind of done it all. I It's not a job you can do working from home. Right. Um, it's very much hands on. You know, you're with the client, you're with the vendors. You are putting together a very tangible thing. While event sales is a little bit more putting the pieces together before the event takes place. And so I, I had maybe goodness me I January until late March is when I was working working at you know nine to five in an office with other people yeah um and then right now this week we've slowly been going back to the office you know we we it's a very much like a drip feed back to the office it's and it's reverse maternity leave (laughs) yeah in a way oh but I because I was, uh, you know, I've, I've seen your stuff on on Facebook and Instagram, and I was just like, how awesome though! I mean, because you got you got the maternity leave, you went back, and then you've been able to go be home again, and to just to be able to have that extra home time, yeah, with it, with her and it, it, yeah, it, it it has been great, and it and I am. I try to be a realist and an optimist and, you know, see, see the silver linings yep. in what you can yes. now. Obviously, this is a global pandemic. You know, the effects have been devastating for communities across the world. Yep. And there are one thing that I have been feeling, and I think a lot of, uh, especially my mum friends, have been shared in this experience, is there's a lot of grief there's grief for memories that can't be made, grief yeah. for birthday parties that are done over Skype or over Zoom. There are um, celebrations, graduations. I mean, this is an awful time. I know so many you know, high school and college graduates that have just 
had to do everything over the internet or drive by, you know, drive through graduation. And there is there is an element of grief that you're not able to do these things. And, you know, my grief, I feel, is is kind of compounded because I do not know when I will see um, my family back in England again. Right. And yeah. that is a horrible thing to not know you know my mum and I we will we'll plan like two or three years out you know next year we're doing New England and of course we haven't even started on that because we haven't even done Ohio this year right (laughs) but there is an element of grief and I, I do have to find the silver lining and the silver lining is that you know I have been home I've been able to work on making my house more a home and I've been able to spend more time with my husband and with my daughter which I cherish and adore. And I've also been able to do more blog work and do more cooking and more baking and, you know, come up with more ideas of what I can work on when Dollywood opens. Because what a lot of the things I had planned um, were obviously the, f- the food side, because out of the 15 of us, I think there's two of us that are very foodie. It's Josh, the moody foodie yes. and myself. And we're kind of like the foodie advocates. And of course, with things slowly opening up, there might be a change in the dining experiences at Dollywood. So I've had to rethink and come at it from a very different angle. Um, and so that's been quite interesting to have that time away from work where I can sit down and go, okay, now what? Yep. Well, and uh, there's, two things I want to jump on the I'll jump back on the the family time because that's I'm it is that because I feel of course you you know you that that twinge of uh of the the sadness you know because I I hate it for everybody but everybody's in the same shape and then that silver lining that comes out and you uh, sometimes I feel bad for saying it. Well, the silver lining is, you know, because I don't want it to sound that I'm trying to take it away from anybody. Mm-hmm. But uh, and everybody has their own silver lining for it. And I have yes. I've because right now it's May when we're recording this at mm-hmm. my job. I would be working seven days a week. And it would all be like 12, you know, noon to 10 o'clock at night. I mean, like, like mm-hmm. that's what, and all of, there's five of us, we would all be doing that. And on, and on <laughs> a memory that came across today was two years ago when our son was just a little baby. Yeah. And I, and it, and that grief had hit me that I wasn't home. And mm-hmm. I had put up there that, uh, you know, airing your dirty laundry on Facebook, that, I just hated leaving because I would leave in the morning because then I worked at Coles as well. I had two jobs. So I would leave when he was asleep and I got home when he was asleep. Aww. And that was and in May. And I just I hated that. And I looked back at it and I'm like, you know, today I'm going, oh, my gosh, what has changed in those, yeah. you know, now? And it's not by my doing, you know, mm-hmm. it's just it's happening but how thankful I am that I've gotten all this. I'm working from home Monday through Friday. I'm I've got regular hours eight to four, and then I'm I'm you know I get to spend more time with my wife and son. We were outside today, and I went, oh my gosh, this is I never do this in May, mm-hmm. you know. And so now I'm I'm like running around trying to grab what things can I be doing. While I have the time before yes. things start picking up, Make and that's the most of it, absolutely. Yeah, and and I'm hoping coming out of it on the other side that we all have a more appreciation for family time. Yes, and I think of of even the most trivial things we will be more grateful for. Like someone asked me the other day, um, I think it was on Twitter. She said, "What do you miss the most?" And she said she misses her friends, which I think is something everyone can agree with. Yeah. But I, do you know what I miss most right now is spontaneity. So my husband and I can be sitting here mm-hmm. and we can say, let's go out for dinner. We can probably start doing that in the next couple of weeks as Ohio slowly reopens. Yeah. But we can't sit there on a Saturday morning and it's gray and miserable and say, okay, let's go to the museum center or let's go to the aquarium. Or why don't we drive out way out east and go to the Amish, you know, Amish country? There's not we're not able to be spontaneous. And we've had that taken away from us, which kind of links back to the, the grief element that yep. we, we can't 
just go, okay, let's go do something. And the other end of the spectrum is we can't start planning anything either. <laughs> so you, you and I can sit here and say, oh, next time we're in Dollywood, we're going to meet up and we're going to eat our way through this loaf of bread and we're going to test all the oh, toppings because yes. it's all about the bread. Um, <laughs> but we don't know when that's going to be. And that that's heartbreaking that you can't plan and you can't be spontaneous. It's just you just have to coast through this well, as best yeah. as we can. Because we're, we're, we are such a planning people mm -hmm. and and a moving people and to not be able to to move it's just like i'm sorry uh <laughs> when did i lose the ability to walk who told me that i can't get you know and it's just that that struggling of uh, but uh, and but what helps in some ways is i look and go okay you can't yeah. do it either and they can't do it either and yeah. across the world we're okay okay uh yeah. Okay. That's all. That's that's yeah. fine. <laughs> yeah. And we we do have to to count our blessings as well. Exactly. You know, we aren't sick. We none of our family are sick. We still have our jobs. We're still able to be with our family. Um, and we're in an age where communicating is is done by a touch of the button. You know. Yeah. I miss my mom so much i can't even begin to tell you how much i miss her but i could pop downstairs right now and you know well maybe not right now it's 11 30 <laughs> at night damn time zone but i could you know i wake up in the morning some saturdays and i just oh, yeah, i'm gonna call my mum, and have a chat and i'll see her on the video and she'll see ellie and she'll read her a book and we're so lucky that communicating is is a new Yep. an easy way to do like you and I were chatting on Skype. Well, I, and that's, that's what I was going to say this. I mean, five years ago, I probably wouldn't have done anything like this. If this was happening, I would have just been sitting at home and we would be doing whatever, watching or cooking or something, but technology mm -hmm. would be five years, you know, difference too. Yes. And so now here I am, I'm doing this. I get to talk to you. You're in Ohio. Your parents are in London and they'll get to listen to this. Yes. And it, you know, Hi, and it's it, it's Hi, just I'm like, "Oh my gosh, how crazy is this?" But how cool at the same time. Yes. Uh, and it, it I couldn't live in Cincinnati or anywhere outside of England if I didn't have this form of communication. And I don't just mean like I'm able to call her on the phone, to be able to see her to be able to do story time yeah. as well. And, you know, we're a huge advocate of, of the Facebook portal. This isn't sponsored at all, by the way. <laughs> I just have mad, mad love for it. Um, and they have a story time app where you can read things like Llama Llama Red Pajama. And as you're reading it, the, the graphics change on the screen that you are Mama Llama. And it, that's a really fun interactive way for my parents to be involved with Ellie's mission to read a thousand books. And, um, and, <laughs> and how cool, because I have never used it because my, I, my parents live f 10 minutes away. You know, <laughs> I, it's just not something on my radar to use. And I've never actually, I've seen the commercial for that, but mm -hmm. I've never tried it. It's just not, I'm like, well, I can take the book and my parents can read it or my grandparents. Yeah. But you talk about a reality check now of mm -hmm. my great-grand, well, sorry, not my great-grandparents, my son's great-grandparents, you know, they're stuck at home. And mm -hmm. so we've taken him over, and he's been able to draw on the on the uh, driveway in chalk. But, oh, I love it! And but now you've got that. That's yeah, that's really cool. Okay, I do have to. Are you able to record that? Oh, I don't know. I don't think so. That I would, don't think so. Now that would um, be cool to have to be able to look back. Oh, I know. We're 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 a big fan of of documenting memories i you know i have a baby book that is bursting at the seams with ultrasounds and photos and this little you know note that i scribbled on the back of a receipt when i found out i was pregnant and you know all these little things that you know when we can look back um in the years to come that you know it'd be nice to be able to kind of slip in a cd or you know something or a yep. mem memory stick uh, excuse the pun uh, that has all the files on there of, you know, this is when 
<laughs> Granny and Grumpy finally worked out how to use a portal <laughs> and was able to read you Llama Llama Red Pajama. Uh, that's, <laughs> that's cool. That is that's really cool. Things things to hold on to. And uh I guess so tradition wise, what's one of the bigger ones you're looking at either doing, recreating, or making yourself in the coming months or years? Um, well, one thing that has kind of been become a tradition by accident, which I think is is probably the the best form of tradition, where you kind of stumble into doing something and it's a joy to do, yep. um, is for those that do not know, I'm a... Uh, a food blogger on the side and um i run a little blog called milk with no sugar which is um, a nod to how i take my tea and um i've been able to do a lot more baking on the weekends now um because i'm not having to coordinate weddings or oh, yeah. or events so i have this tradition that every saturday morning i will bake something or make something and Usually that coincides with when Ellie wants to be awake and playing and everything. So I will just strap her in the baby born and I will cook and she'll be facing out. So she will see me mixing the dough or making the batter, or piping, icing on the cake. And she's really involved in that. And that was something I did with my mum at a very young age. And we used to call it doing, I say it properly, doing the bacon, um, <laughs> which was where we would do the baking together. And I would have my mini apron and she'd have her matching apron. Oh. And she would talk me through a recipe from, a, you know, a hand-me-down recipe book of her mum's or her mum's mum that had scribbles on recommended adjustments in the recipes, sort of like, you know, use brown sugar instead of, um, white sugar and maybe add a teaspoon of this and a tablespoon of that and I've started very early on in Ellie's life doing baking with her you know when I'm pouring out the flour she's trying to grab the bag I mean she's <laughs> the worst sous chef ever but that's a nice tradition that you know every Saturday um, I will take time to even if I'm just baking a simple sponge cake it's something that I hope that I can continue doing with Ellie throughout her childhood and that's I and years to come. <laughs> yeah, I love that. And I, I was never. I've always liked cooking. I've always liked mm -hmm. baking, but it was never something I really, you know, did a yep. lot of. Um, but especially during the quarantine, it's kind of picked up a lot. Oh, uh, everyone's making sourdough and banana oh, bread. Oh yeah, and oh boy, and it's it's the kitchen gets crammed really fast. <laughs> when yep. you've got two people in there trying to do it because that's yep. we always end up laughing cuz uh, well me and my wife will end up going to the sink at the same time you get it oh, oh i want to get no i'm going to get it but uh we made i think it was back in march we made uh homemade pizza for the first time since Ooh. um since he's i got her a stand mixer at christmas and we were we had already made some things but then it was like well we'll try a pizza and then he wanted to make one too and that was neat. Now, we don't do it every Saturday, but mm -hmm. maybe I should start doing it. Yeah. That's... I mean, we, we have Pizza Friday. Now, we don't do it ah. every Friday. We don't do it every Friday. But that's a tradition that Justin had with his family, you know, especially when oh. him and his brother were in high school or in college and he'd come home for the weekend, is they would have Pizza Friday. And that was a tradition that we've now incorporated into our little family unit. Uh, now, granted, we didn't get pizza tonight. We actually went and got some Indian food because that was all we were craving. Oh, <laughs> I, but... okay. So <laughs> I, now I'm have, I have to jump off here because you just told me what I've been craving and I couldn't figure it out. I, oh, for so for days, I've been going, <laughs> what is it that I want? What Indian is it food. that I want? Yep. 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 Okay. Yep. I've got, I know what I'm doing sometime next week. I've got, I either have to make it or... Go ahead and get it. That's exactly okay. what I want. I want some inabadayats. Oh, I'm so hungry. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm sitting here thinking, have I ever cooked any mm. any Indian cuisine on my blog? And I hate to say I'm more of a baker than a maker. Um, but no, I don't. But if I stumble across a good recipe for something, gonna, I yep, will. You're going to have to, you'll have to make, take one for the team and do the challenge. I will. I will. And do it. <laughs> yeah, there's, I, I, and I had never looked at it, uh, baking or cooking with a family it wasn't really anything that we did as mm -hmm. when i with my parents or anything you know like i might sit in the kitchen and talk but 
we didn't we were not a family that really cooked or baked. You know, mm-hmm. it was just kind of we did a lot of fast food as especially in my teenage years because all me and my brother were on the go all the time. And then but now having a son and it's a it's a really nice bonding time. It is and it and the baking aspect or the cooking aspect is then made doubly rewarding because then you share that meal together Mm -hmm. and I think at the very heart of being a family you know we are I hate to say it we are a generation of phone holders and and I think to be able to create something together and then to share it together and be proud of the work that you did together is is hugely rewarding um and you know I know that when um so I'm from a re- pretty big family. I have uh, two older brothers and an older sister. And we do, uh, one of our traditions is a second Christmas. So the first Christmas, <laughs> all us grown up kids, we can be wherever we want. If we're with the in-laws or if it's just us at home. But second Christmas is usually around the 28th, 29th of December is where we all flock home. And we all <laughs> crash at our parents' house. And we have second Christmas together and someone will be making the cocktails and someone will be helping out, um, you know, making some entrees or making this, that and the other. And then we all sit down and everyone has contributed in some way. Now, sometimes it's just keeping the kids out of the kitchen. And that yeah. is a huge contribution. <laughs> but to be able to sit down and, and literally break bread in some instances as a family is, is hugely rewarding. And, you know, I'm a huge advocate for, for baking together. Um, and it also, you never know, someone in your family might have a hidden talent. My husband is a, the best pizza maker ever. And we had no idea. He's a griller by trade. I'm not, I'm not even kidding. He is a griller by trade. He can stand in front of a grill and make the best steak, best burgers. But then, we started watching some YouTube videos mm. and he's like, well, you have a cast iron skillet. I'm going to make pizza. Uh. And, and he did. And it is, we like it so much that he can now <laughs> do it without the recipe. And it's fantastic. It's, it's a meal that he's made and there's a sense of pride and ownership in to be able to provide for your family. Yep. And, and I, I just love that families are taking to the kitchen to, to make the sourdough and banana bread and and pizza and everything, it's, it's a yeah, nice. There's been a big push, um, and I th- almost by accident, you know. I mean, of course, everybody has to eat, mm-hmm. but then you go, well, the restaurants are closed. I guess we're going to yep. be cooking, and then all of a sudden, I'm I see food pictures everywhere. Yep. And uh, and if you have not checked out. Uh, Phoebe's milk with no sugar website. You're uh, just don't look at it when you're hungry, because <laughs> oh my god, uh, that is a very big compliment oh, for, for a foodie I, blogger. That is as good as it gets. Every every post uh, on Twitter, Instagram. Oh my gosh, I'm always just like, how does she do this? And now <laughs> I just want it. Oh, it's always one, always so one, good. One thing I try to do with my recipes is is. The further you scroll back in my blog, you'll see that I I like doing simple recipes. You know, I'm I'm more of a store cupboard cook than a go out and buy these specific ingredients that you're never going to use again. They'll sit in the back of the fridge. Um, I like that you if you can make a meal or a cake with ingredients so that you can count on your hands, preferably one hand. That is going to be just as nutritious and delicious than if you went out and bought five different types of whatever to make this very complicated cake. I I like to keep things simple because I want people to get into baking and cooking and trying new things. And and that's one thing I try to do is to keep it simple. Um, to keep it recognizable as well, which is why it's so exciting that people are doing banana bread and, and pizza and sourdough, because it's it's a very recognizable food. Then you know, yes. they're not going out there and trying to make, I don't know, croque-en-bouche or <laughs> beef wellington, which are fantastic in their own right. But it's very homely. People are doing home cooking at and, home with their family. And speaking of home, I am going to do a shout-out for one of one of Phoebe's recipes. It's the cinnamon roll pancakes. Oh, yes. Uh, oh. I, uh, we, now, we have not made them yet at the house, probably because I know that I'll just go into a coma if I make them. 
But yep. they they looked incredible when you posted them, and I've got it pulled up now, and it's <laughs> it's just incredible. But but to your point about things you can count on on one hand, so ingredients: pancake mix, ground cinnamon, sugar, melted butter, and that's it. Other than the icing, I mean, it's mm-hmm. you know, it uh, and it is simple. It looks incredibly complicated. If you look at the picture, it looks incredibly complicated. But it's and then you look at the ingredients and you're like, "Oh my gosh, I can do this." And, and that's what yeah. I like about your recipes. I really do. Thank you. They're, Thank you they very are much. very they're very intuitive. And then uh, and then back to the whole like baking with as a family, that empowers I would I feel that would empower a family to cook together. Mm-hmm. It's not that, oh my gosh, you know, we need the 45 ingredients and we've <laughs> got to do this. But even a kid, okay, hey, there's the cinnamon. You've got, you're in charge of the sugar. Let's go. Yep. And it's, I have to say, it's one of the messiest things I've ever <laughs> developed. Um, but it is so much fun to make because when, you, when you're when you pouring the cinnamon sugar in and you see that swirl develop in the pancake, you're like, yes. This is going to be so good. And it is. It really is good. Now, you could go crazy and you could have it with bacon. Oh. Um, I, I had someone message me to say I went all out and I have bacon and whipped cream and syrup. And I thought, my goodness. Oh, my okay. God. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's, you know, that's that's coma cooking. Yes. You know, that, that's to the extreme. But the, it, they are so much fun. And I have had more messages and more comments and more people, um, you know, texting me saying, I've got to make this or I have made it. And as someone that is a, I want to say I'm, you know, I'm an up and coming food blogger, you know, I do work with clients and stuff, but as someone that just likes to make food and share it with people to hear, Oh my gosh, I made it. And they were incredible. My daughter ate so many. Oh, that just, that just warms my heart. And and really that's, that's what I like to share. And you, and you are, you are influencing your own family. You, your husband, and your daughter, <laughs> yep. and then you're doing, you know, and then you're spreading that throughout. I, that's, I mean, that's pretty rewarding. That oh, yeah. is pretty rewarding. Oh yeah, especially when people tag you on things in Instagram. Um, one of my other most popular recipes on my blog is my double chocolate fudge cookies, and I've had a couple of people, and this is a couple of years after posting that recipe, saying. Oh my gosh, I found it. I made them. They are the gooeyest, <laughs> most doubly chocolatey, fudgy things. And and I've forgotten about that recipe. That's, you know, that's on page one of my blog. And it's it's just really lovely. A really lovely to. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I was going to say so, because you were talking about that. What is the first, what's the first one you put on the blog? And then what would it be? How. I don't know. To me, it just seems cool to do a throwback. Yeah, I um, I know exactly what my first post was, and it was um, not in merry in honor in honor of my dad, who is a fantastic bread maker. And you know, I think a few Christmases ago, I I bought him you know these bread baskets and bread bins. And he um, one thing that I wanted to do when I started the blog, and this was really to fill time. I made the blog to fill time between two jobs. Mm. I made the blog to A, keep busy, and B, document recipes. Now, whether they were going to be shared with other people or not, as it turned out, they were. (laughs) But the first one was called Breaking Bread, and it was olive, rosemary, and feta bread. And um, I had so much fun, you know, needing. It's a very malleable tangible thing to make bread you are heavily involved in the process it's not stick it in a blender or stick it in a pan it is you're kneading it with your hands and you're putting a lot of love and a lot of strength (laughs) into kneading kneading a dough um and it's a very fragrant bread you know the the rosemary especially is incredibly fragrant and that was in in kind of honor of my dad who was who is a fantastic bread maker now i am currently enrolled in a photography school um i just completed week one uh, which is all about composition and light and i think further into the curriculum there is a flashback um Uh. section where you have to take something that you posted years ago Mm -hmm. and reshoot it 
And I, I I like that. Well, and uh, Phoebe, this is just so bizarre how your first one is breaking bread, and we're talking about traditions, which Mm -hmm. would be break. I I mean, this is Yeah. yeah. So all of you listeners out there, I I will end up putting this as well. Um, somehow tagging it in with the, with this podcast, I challenge you to make this recipe, and to uh break bread with the family that you're with as just just something i mean we're in a we're in a new time we're in something that we've never been before you know been before yeah i i just think it's really it seems so fitting it just seems so fitting yeah and and if you have the time or you have the ingredients make another loaf and drop it off to your neighbor <laughs> i love that <laughs> i i think yeah that's that because it is everybody's coming together at this point, so yeah. why not? Yeah, I'm looking at the ingredients, and it looks pretty. Um, looks I kept pretty it simple. Easy. Yep. I kept it simple. <laughs> uh, dry, you got yeast, flour, salt, garlic powder, warm water, olive oil. You've got olives, uh, but those are optional. They Rosemary, are, yeah. feta cheese, and sun dried tomatoes. I mean, that's yep. yeah. I mean, you can do without maybe the last three or four ingredients if you wanted to make a, a plainer, simpler loaf. Um, but if you want to do an experiment, you can certainly play around with the last three or four ingredients. Um, by all means, you know it's 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 a it's a simple bread recipe, and it's delicious. Make Hot it, out the yeah. oven. Make yeah. it part of your all of you listeners out there. Make it part of your tradition. Break yeah. some bread or make some type of breaking bread tradition, I suppose, mm-hmm. yeah. during this time. How cool. Absolutely. How cool. We've always come full circle. Ah, uh, I love when things like that happen. <laughs> <laughs> and I didn't make any notes either, so I didn't do this on purpose. I promise. <laughs> oh, man. Well, um, there was one other thing I was going to say about uh, six months old. Mm-hmm. Phoebe's daughter is six months old. There's a whole lot yet to be done. Uh, That was the other thing. Are you going to, have you all thought of any idea of some type of um, tradition or remembrance? That's a bad word. It Um, is. That's a bit bit solemn. (laughs) Yes. For for this quarantine time going Um, forward, looking back. um, Part of me wants to forget it. Because it has been hard. Yeah. Let's be honest. It has been hard to be away from friends and family. Yeah. You know, friends that live down the road, you can't sit with them and their children and play. And and Ellie has missed out on some vital social interactions um, at her age. I I don't know. Commemorate. I don't know. That's the word. I, commemorate. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> commemorate. I don't know. I mean, we might maybe plan on a staycation. And, you know, stay home and camp out in the living room and make a pillow fort and make pizza and make bread. Because you can, you know, people who are at home, you know, bring the vacation to you. I have a great friend, and this is this is going to be a shout out um, to a very dear friend of mine, Stephanie, who is the travel mummy blogger of She's gold medal, honestly. She's absolute gold. <laughs> she's um, Her blog name is Consistently Curious. And she did staycations around the world so she messaged me frantically one day and said do you have a scone recipe I was like I do but I haven't put it on the blog yet and she was doing a staycation um about Britain so she and her daughter made crowns and then they went and had tea in the garden and then she went to Germany and I think recently um they've been to Spain and they've been all around the world and I think if you can't go on vacation right now like so many of us can't bring the vacation to you you know you were talking about I want to go and camp out on Myrtle Beach bring Myrtle Beach to you yep that's and camp out (laughs) that's and and that's the other um the, another silver lining, let's throw it back to that, of a lot of this, the creativity. When necessity calls, we get creative. I yes. mean, if we can't go, we will go somehow, even if it's just in our backyard. Mm-hmm. It's we, we, we fulfill that need in any way, shape, or form, that's for sure. Yeah, absolutely. We will do our best. Or as the British, you know, British 
almost motto that's ingrained in everyone's mind is keep calm and carry on and that's what i've been that's what i will continue to do and i encourage (laughs) your listeners out there to keep calm and carry on and Uh, make bread (laughs) and and make bread and uh and the uh the cinnamon pancakes too oh yeah make sure you have an extra couple of servings for me over here absolutely uh well i really appreciate you coming on phoebe you are very and welcome. This has been incredibly fun. Thank you so much. It's, I, I've really enjoyed it. It's really, it's been a lot of fun to get to know different people and hear different stories and, and uh, in, in some ways, breaking bread with you as well. Yeah. Um, uh, I, so thanks for coming on. You are most welcome. And whenever it is, I will see you soon at Dollywood. Oh, yeah. And okay. I forgot before (laughs) before we go, though, uh, if you want to catch Phoebe, she's at milkwithnosugar. Is it just dot blog? It is just dot blog. Okay. Milkwithnosugar.blog. And And then uh, Instagram is milkwithnosugar. And the same. And Twitter is milkwithno, right? Milk with no. Unfortunately, someone had taken milk with no sugar, and I, I'm trying to track her down. Shame on to, that person. S- shame on you. Shame on them. <laughs> and you've also got uh, Facebook as well, Milk with No Sugar, right? Yes, that's okay. correct. Yeah. So Milk with No Sugar. Mm. Okay. It sounds so good. Thanks so much. You have a lovely <laughs> evening, you, and I'll be seeing you on the interwebs. Okay. Love to your family. Bye. Bye-bye. Again, thanks to Phoebe for joining me on the podcast today. What type of traditions do you do? Have you created any new traditions in the past month or so? Or is there something that you hang on to since your childhood? Have you created any new ones when you had a baby, when you got married? Let me know on Twitter at SnapshotsMade or on Instagram and Facebook at SnapshotsMadeYesterday. I know I would love to hear what type of tradition that you have or one that maybe you're getting ready to create. And don't forget, make that bread recipe. Break some bread. Break some bread in your house. Take one over to your neighbor, as Phoebe said. Break some bread with them. Uh, Maybe just virtually, or at least from a distance. But keep the love going. Keep passing it on, moving it forward. And remember, those snapshots made yesterday are the memories for tomorrow. Thanks for listening.